Hi everyone, my name is Asma and I'm happy to welcome you to our PwC Workforce podcast series. The topic of today is payroll optimization. Assessing the true value of a payroll is today more than ever key in an organization and during this session I'll have the pleasure to be joined by Eva de Vries and Sanjita Chetrisamal who are both experts in this matter and who will share their insights on why is this topic on top of organization's agenda. So let's start with a very general question. Why do we need payroll optimization? Thank you so much Asma for uh, your kind introduction. Well, to answer your question on the why, um, there are mainly two streams that organizations need to take into consideration. Firstly, payroll function needs to be transformed simply to make it better, faster, and more efficient at delivering day-to-day -day services. And secondly, payroll needs to provide data-driven insight to business uh, leaders for strategic decisions. The current payroll operating model in most organizations makes delivering these two um, a real challenge. And although we classify the needs under two main segments, there are different objectives for payroll optimization, which vary from one organization to another. Thank you, Sanjita. Uh, and I think we do hear also a lot nowadays about payroll agility and efficiency. Could you maybe share your insight on this, please? Yes, of course. Um, based on my experience, better technology, standardization and automation is always linked to cost savings. But it can also be linked to a much larger degree of control and visibility around your payroll operations. And actually, the right technology can empower payroll specialists to eliminate as much as possible manual processes and focus on more value-added services. Also, the automation of repeated tasks have been seen to reduce risks of errors in the payroll data, making processes a more efficient payroll process. So it is introducing speed and efficiency at the same time while also eliminating significant risk from the payroll process. Yeah, and, and just to make a link, um, I also know that the right technology can speed up the reporting process and hence make the entire payroll process much more efficient, right? Um, auto scheduling and auto deliveries are now great functionalities to automate the payroll reporting process. Um, and actually, a direct link to that is, is probably the increased focus on visibility and clarity, which is why organizations are focusing on optimization of their payroll process. Um, when they're dealing with uh, multiple payroll vendors across different countries, um, it is often a challenge for organizations to get a clear view of their payroll expenses. And it is a much bigger challenge uh, for them to know where the money is being spent and why. So introducing a global payroll vendor or technology can really help in this area. And um, organizations can benefit from real-time standardized data, which also helps the, uh, the payroll accountable people to have a clearer picture of the, of, or a clearer, bigger picture, right? 
Um, a robust technology will help organizations to have a one-click report by, by spend and by country or region, um, which will further uh, provide them with the possibility to drill down into other reports and other analytics that could be useful for them and for, for their decision-making purposes. Okay, so in other words, we can summarize that the power of technology is also evident in the payroll organization. And although we see on the market there is a clear demand of cloud-based HR and payroll technology platforms, and we see as well organizations heavily investing on emerging tech like uh, AI, chatbots for payroll processing and interaction with employees. Mm. Thank you, Eva and Sanjita. It's very interesting to see how the payroll function is evolving and how technology is used. My question now to both of you is, based on your experience, what are the other contributing factors for an optimal payroll function? Um, very good question, Asma. Well, there could be a few contributing factors, but the most important and the foundational one is an operating model. Um, organizations can have a well thought out global payroll strategy. They could probably invest in the best technologies and most skilled resources, but a well planned operating model is almost like the secret ingredient to an efficient payroll function. Based on the organi organizational needs, of course, payroll could be in-sourced, outsourced, or hybrid. Uh, and if it is hybrid, then uh, drafting or creating a clear RACI matrix, which is the responsible, accountable, consulted, and informed matrix, could come really handy in managing um, hybrid operating models. Another efficient and effective way of managing payroll, and therefore an important factor for payroll optimization, is the use of shared services. Cost and efficiency concerns are the most common motivators behind a global shared service approach, but really the model can also be a high avenue, a high value avenue for broader performance improvement. Um, Eva, um, can you actually think of anything else that I may have missed? Yeah, Sanjita, something that comes to my mind is actually a vendor governance, because vendor governance is one of the most critical components of a global payroll strategy. And it's impacting several aspects of service delivery, delivery for those who have outsourced or hybrid payroll operating models. The choice of payroll vendors are mostly based on first, a geographic capability, second, an ability to deliver, third, the cost, of course, and fourth, the ability to be a strategic partner. However, most organizations find it quite difficult to have one absolute payroll provider who can handle all the payroll needs globally. So, the bottom line is that organizations understand the importance of having a global payroll strategy that includes a clearly defined operating model, whether it's in-source, outsource, hybrid, and combined with robust technologies, uh, for instance, including next-gen technologies such as artificial intelligence and uh, robotic process automation, 
Although many organizations still don't yet have complete visibility into their global payroll operations. They are the ones that are just starting to see a path and are getting closer. Mm, okay, well, thank, thank to both of you. It seems clear that there are several factors impacting payroll optimization. I was just thinking about another very important block, which is time and attendance. Can you throw some light on what are the key features of a good time and attendance management system? Sure. First, you're right, Asma. A good time and attendance management system is really essential for having an efficient payroll process. Depending on the organization, the needs could vary, however, and therefore, instead of features, I would rather focus on the five most important questions when selecting a time and attendance management system. First, how simple is the experience for the end user? Second, how flexible is the system to address the different scenarios for an organization's different employee groups? Thirdly, what time capture options does the system support? And then we are thinking about mobile um, uh, clocking. How, how does it work? How does the system help the organization with compliance requirements like overtime? And how flexible are its reporting options? That makes sense. Thank you, Eva. It is really great understanding the different aspects of payroll optimization. So what would you suggest as an approach for organizations to embark on this journey? Well, we are aware that not one size fits all, but we do suggest a three-step approach to organizations wishing um, to uh, optimize their payroll or who have already decided to embark on a payroll optimization or transformation journey. Well, the first is the ESIS analysis or popularly called the current state analysis. Um, so what does it mean in, in real simple words, right? Um, to develop accurate and up-to-date view on their current state of payroll, to understand allocation and responsibilities across all their payroll processes, um, to review controls in place, authorizations and sign-offs, and eventually to know the cost of payroll delivery and operations. So talking about the ESIS analysis, once that is done, the second is the future state assessment, which means uh, developing the future state processes and standardization approach identifying standardization opportunities, identifying risks in the processes and controls required. And third, um, once the current state analysis and the future state assessment is done, um, the most important thing would be creating or redesigning the operating model, which includes and not limited to conducting vendor analysis, requirement gathering and vendor search and selection. Um, it also includes analyzing the shared service center possibilities, um, reviewing and analyzing the internal technology solutions supporting the payroll process, and eventually consolidating the payroll documentation and standard operating procedure. That's really interesting. Thank you, Sanjita. Um, well, we are in fact already at the end of this podcast, so I would like 
to thank you very much, Eva and Sanjita, for sharing your insights on payroll optimization. I have learned a lot, and as key messages, I will remember the following. I really like the fact that you said that a well-planned operating model is almost like the secret ingredient to an efficient payroll function. The second point was about vendor governance, which is one of the most critical components of a global payroll strategy and which needs to be analyzed properly and timely. I will also remember the use of shared services. And as a last point, which to my opinion is key as well, it was about having a good time and attendance management system. This remains essential for an efficient payroll process. Thanks again, Evan Sinjita. Thanks to all the listeners. Let's subscribe on the different platforms to get a direct link to our podcast and stay tuned for the next edition. Enjoy your day.